You are listening to episode 17 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Just quit if you want to. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, everybody. How are you today? Ha ha ha. I surprised you with this episode, didn't I? I mean, just last time I did the episode called Don't Quit, okay? And then now I'm doing an episode of Just Quit If You Want To. I'm going to give you an example of something that I quit. After months of making Dog Bailey stay outside the office while I recorded these episodes. Today, she's in here with me. I decided that maybe the tiniest bit of background noise might be worth it because she's so happy when she's in here. I really think she believes that she helps all of you feel better when you're hanging out with your coach, Lisa. I call her that. She's Coach Dog Bailey, and she's in the office. She is in the house with the podcast. I decided to quit banishing her, which would break her little heart, and allow her to come in the office with me. And we're going to see what happens because this is a podcast series on decision-making and follow-through. It's not a series about sticking with a decision and persevering against all odds. For me, I think it's super fun and so playful to take different concepts like quitting or not quitting and contrast them, like compare and contrast to see what can be learned. That's a favorite game of mine is to take opposing ideas and see where there's some truthiness in either option. Last time I talked about not quitting, and now today I'm going to talk to you about when to just give up already. Ugh! Sometimes quitting can be the wisest choice, the best choice for you in both the short and the long term. I grew up steeped in the same American culture of hustle as many of you, I suspect. We're taught to be devoted to a goal, even when, no matter what. It's very, like, it's got what they call the bro energy, like, you know, Quitters never quit and quit never quit, quit never, never quit, never, never. And you know, that has its time and places. When you're feeling that discomfort of growth and you need a little bit of encouragement, maybe for you, this dude, dude can totally motivate you. I think that's cool. I sometimes use the dude voice with myself, like, come on, Lisa, you could totally do this. And then I laugh because it's funny. And then I go do the thing. I would like to offer that quitting can be a very strategic decision or redecision when carefully considered. In this episode, I will cover how to assess whether you've got a good for you goal or not, when quitting is the right option for you, and how you can support yourself in a decision to quit something, especially if you too have a lot of that cultural messaging that's been completely wired into your brain like so many of us. So first, yes, there is discomfort when you work towards a goal. You can count on the discomfort to be there. In fact, 
You could even, as you make decisions and decide to follow through or set a goal or start a project, you could even have fun looking forward to the discomfort. And looking forward to the discomfort could help you stick with your decision as you're following through. You know, if you're going to start an exercise program, I think it's so funny. It's like I've had periods in my life where maybe I haven't exercised for a while and then I exercise in that first day. It's like, this is awesome. I feel amazing. And then I'll do day two and day three and then like the muscle soreness will kick in and I'll be like, I don't really know about that, but it can actually be fun to look forward to it. Now, if I'm rotating out the workout routine that I'm doing, I'm like, oh, yeah, that first couple of days, my body's going to be like, woohoo, this is new. And I'm shaking it up and I can have fun and play with the discomfort of the goal that I'm working on. And sometimes the discomfort that you're feeling is a signal that you're doing something that's out of integrity with the person you are or want to be. How do you tell the difference? Well, that's a good question, and you have come to the right place, because we are going to talk about how to make that distinction. This is where practicing being in integrity with yourself is so important. Do you trust yourself to know what's a good choice for you? Even despite messaging, even despite all that, like there is there is a, the truth of our integrity and how we want to show up for ourselves in our life. and. And of course, yes, for the other people who interact with us. But it takes practice to get to know, is this me or is this my programming? I'll share what works for me. When I notice don't wanna or it's hard thoughts, I know that those are the voices in my mind, the characters in my mind that don't want to push through. I've talked before about like I have kind of like those Muppet guys, the peanut gallery guys in my head. There's one he's like, this is hard. I don't want to do it. It's not fair. He's he's a total victim. And then there's the guy who's like, we should just leave or I'll just read a book. I'm just going to go for a walk and we'll kind of exit out of the discomfort. So those guys hang out together. But I also have another voice, another character in my mind, and I call her Sassy Cassie. She's my inner teenager. And please, apologies to all the Cassies who are listening. I hope there are thousands of you, actually. I just like to rhyme all the time while I'm in my prime because it's sublime. But I digress. Anyway, When Cassie, sassy Cassie, I imagine her, for whatever reason, in my mind's eye, she always sits to my right and to the back. It's kind of like a breakfast clubby kind of like character who's in the back, rolling her eyes, checking her fingernails, scrolling on her phone. And she is so real to me that I feel like I could reach back and like, you know, give her a big old hug. When Sassy Cassie arrives, I know that I'm just in a discomfort of growth or I'm resisting things. Like, this is stupid. I don't even know why we have to do this anyway. This wasn't my idea. And how long, like, how long is this going to take anyway? I'm busy. Busy. But if I have the shoulds roll in, I pay attention. My 
should thoughts sound as if Meryl Streep were playing a character who is very disappointed, hugely disappointed in how far I'm veering from the expected behavior. My should mind, this character of my mind, usually means I'm trying to jam myself into the wrong size goal, just as if I were to cram myself into the wrong size jeans. If I'm putting on jeans that are three sizes too small or three sizes too big and telling myself, well, it it should work, but it doesn't. I shouldn't do it. Ha ha ha. See, play on words. Should. So when Sassy Cassie, when I feel her presence, I'll bring in an encouraging voice, you know, like, you know, I I get it. It's kind of a bummer. I know. I know you don't want to do this trip. I get it. Or I'll bring in an equally sassy character. Maybe that bro just be like, dude, why do you have to be such a bummer? We're just going to totally go and you can either come with us or not. It's totally up to you. Whatever. But when the should Meryl Streep arrives and she's looking down her nose at me archly and she's like, I don't really understand. You, You should want to pursue this goal. You should. I take a time out. When she shows up, I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why am I shooting myself? And in a lot of cases, there's a lot of information I can get about, is the goal out of alignment with who I am? The question really comes down to, when is quitting the right option? When is quitting the right option for me? Easy. It's so easy to know the answer to that now. When the goal doesn't align with who I want to be, it's easy. If I look at that goal and when that should character comes in and she's like, well, you know, you you should be this or you should be that or your house should look like this or your body should look like that or you should want to join this or you should not do that. When that character shows up, I'm like, what? Why am I doing this? Am I doing this just because I think I should? Where did that story come from? Did I install it in my head? Is that a cultural story that's old? Is it something that I heard growing up, maybe from school or my family of origin? And who knows how many generations old that story is for them? When I think of myself in six months, in a year, even in a month, does this goal take me where I want to go? Or am I doing it because I feel some sort of sense of supposed to? Or The other thing is, is I'll look at, is this activity, this goal, this decision throwing off my pie chart for how I want to spend my time? I think that time can be kind of bent and melded in some ways in the sense of our relationship with time. And the practical reality is we each get 168 hours a week. Oprah gets 168 hours a week. I get 168 hours. You get 160. Everybody gets 168 hours a week. It all depends on what we do with it. And if you look at the pie chart of your life and this goal is it's kind of Pac-Manning, waka, 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 waka. It's gobbling up other pie slices. Perhaps that's out of alignment with who you want to be. And then another question I ask myself is, is this an experiment that I tried And now I know I don't want to continue. Excellent. Isn't that great news? You run an experiment and you see, was it successful or not? Do I want to move forward or not? 
One of my favorite lines is, you know what? Great experiment, helpful results, moving on. But now here's the tricky part. You can make a decision to quit. You can make that decision decisively and consciously. You can look at where the discomfort is coming from and what it's telling you. And you can do it, you know, not just kind of impulsively or reactively or because you're trying to avoid discomfort. So great. You can make quitting a very clean, simple, easy decision. And then you also can decide whether or if you will entertain any future regret about the choice that you make. Quitting is a choice that can be far more powerful for your future than sticking with a goal. Remember, life is improv. There's no script. We get lost sometimes as we're driving down the road of life. When we travel to a new city and we get a little turned around, in most cases, we're pretty understanding with it. It's not a big deal unless you make it a big deal. And I look at my life and I have more episodes of the TV series of my life where I stayed too long instead of quitting. I ended up quitting a lot of things, but usually late. They were things that I probably experiments that I should have seen the data on and wrapped up and terminated sooner in the process. So I would have been free to try a new experiment. This message of don't quit and you got to stick with it. And if you make a decision or a commitment, you got to follow it through, persevere against all odds. <sighs> like all that messaging, it has its time and place, I suppose, if it works for you and it's creating the life you want. Awesome. For me, it generated a lot of stress finding myself sticking with situations that I should have quit. My homework for this episode for you, your coach, Lisa, homework this week is do a review of things you quit. Take a quick inventory. Think of a few times in your life where you quit or you wish you quit. And then just notice, like, was this a quit? that you did from the discomfort of change? Or did you actually quit when something was out of alignment with who you are? Did you quit because you had made a wrong turn and you were going down the wrong road? Are there things that you didn't quit or didn't quit early enough? And what can you learn from that? I personally don't think that past performance is an indicator of future performance when it comes to human beings. I think that if you live into the future, that's awesome because you can create probably a lot more than you think you're capable of creating. And I think sometimes going into the past and looking for clues of, oh, what is kind of like maybe my default reaction here? And is there anything I can learn? Not hanging out in the past, or telling yourself a story or beating yourself up for doing it wrong. Please don't do any of that. No, 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 no. But you can go in and say, hey, let me do a quick query. Ah, yes. Uh-huh. Yep. I quit on those three things and I was awesome. I made an amazing quit decision or I didn't quit. I should have quit or I quit when I probably was at a point where I could have kept going and, and broken through to a different level. I hope that this helps you figure out when or if quitting something is right for you. Have you heard of Kenny Rogers? He is the singer who sang The Gambler. I met him in 1990, and I was a huge fan of him growing up, and I loved that song, The Gambler. 
it was surreal to be at an event with him. When I was thinking of the, the this quit, just quit if you want to. I couldn't help but think of one of my favorite songs, The Gambler. You know how it goes? You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. I know, the singing voice. There's a reason this is not a singing podcast. I hope you haven't moved on to something else. It is fun for me, and it's part of that, like, less stress, more fun. I hope you know when it's time to finish the game, when it's time to play through, compared to when it's time to walk away or even run, run like hell, connect to making a good, clean, decisive decision, and promise yourself that you'll be respectful about your choice to quit in the future. That's what I have today. Oh, yeah. And I've got the Kenny Rogers video linked in the show notes, you know, where he's all dressed up and is poker dealing. Get up. It's a true joy. Go check it out. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.